and I'm saying this is a huge debate. If you have Southville, they're getting ready to play Eastville for a sectional title. Two teams that are very far away from each other, but you look at East City, they just beat Reach, who's a little bit closer than uh, Southville, um, a lot closer. And then you look at who's going to be playing for the district title if uh, this bracket is uh, the decided between East City and Southville. Uh, you've got Eastville and Northville. So you've got East City. They're saying they've got to take on two conference foes. Or you can look at Southville, who beat Rich conference foe. Now they got East City non-conference foe. They got one more conference foe if they play the district title. And then non-conference for the rest of the way, East City. Piece of cake. No, I don't like that idea because East City, they came on the Plains Metropolitan. You look at how some of the seating was done and some people, you know, they complained about the seating in the CFSL Tournament 43. Um, Fountain Fall, there you go, 38. And Malangu, non-conference foe, 27. So, you know, Fountain Fall kind of played it out there. But then you look at conference, in-conference game, Watown Fountain Hills, 40-13. Conidor, 30. Pierside, 17. East City, you know, a more respectable non-conference game, but it's East City 6-3, Reach 9-0, East City, Reach 18. Then you look at Southfield, they just put up 55 points. Air Rich, 17 points. I mean, does your size or record define what quality of team you play? You have to present yourself as the best team that's available. And you look at how Eastville took care of Central Village, 38-27, and Northville won 40-38 against Auricular Lake. More pain for these kids. They have to come out here and take more pain. And you look at Auricular Lake, how did they blow that game? 8-1 record. Now they're out. And their rival, Waggery Lake, 9-0. And um, that's part of this this section of the tournament is that Eastville, no one expected Eastville to be playing Northville again. Nobody wanted that. Nobody expected it. Eastville was 8-1. Ricky Lake was 8-1. Centerville was 7-2. Northville, 6-3. Nobody expected for Northville to defeat Ricky Lake. And, you know, people did expect Waggery Lake, who's 9-0, now 10-0. They beat Macklemore 7-2, 50-7. And then you look at um, Waggery Lake. They're playing another in-conference game. And you look at where they're going to be paired off. Yeah, they're going to meet. This is a part of this tournament where these teams will meet. But it's just like you've got this huge section, and it's East City, Southville. And I'm ready to just talk about it right now. Who do you guys got for your wins? One panel. Give me Southville 55-10. Panel two. I'm going to have to go with Southville 49-21. to Panel three. I'm taking Southville... 4928. Okay, panel four. Uh, I'm going with Southville close. 
49 to 35. All right, and I'm going to go with South Illinois in this game, 35 to 10. All right, let's go to the next game for this part of the CFSL in 43. Um, Eastville versus Northville, this very ancient rivalry. It's back. What's going to happen? I'm saying Eastville gets, gets this game out tight, 38-28. All right, I'm going to go with... Eastville, we've seen these guys play in the early season. It was not close. Eastville did put up a lot of points over six touchdowns. And I'm going to have to go with Eastville winning this game 35-17. to 17. All right, I'm going to go with um, Eastville winning this game 28-10. to 10. This is postseason, so things are a lot more harder to do. Um, a lot more expectations are happening. They're doing different tests all day. And... I think that Eastville's passed a lot of tests this year, and this is just another test before they take on that big, big conference block uh, that Southville is. All right, and I'm going to have to go with um, Northville. We've seen Northville come in this tournament year after year after year and pull upsets. We've seen them make wins after 6-3 and three records, and this looks like another year where they can do that. It's been set before. They definitely pull the conference for City Series rivalry roadblock all the time, and I think it's another time for that. All right, we've all decided. And let's go to the last game for our part of the country football star tournament. Um, and it is... Waggery Lake versus Hilltown versus Hill Hillstown. So Waggery Lake versus Hillstown. Uh, Waggery Lake's ten and zero, and Hillstown nine and one. What do you guys got? Waggery Lake's quarterback. He's at forty four total touchdowns all year. Twenty six hundred total offensive yards. I got Waggery Lake forty two to ten. I'm gonna take Waggery Lake thirty eight twenty eight. Hillstown's quarterback has been very impressive. Thirty eight touchdowns passing. He's almost eclipsed the 3,000-yard mark passing. Um, but I just think for Wagger Lake's quarterback, he's going to get too loose. They're not going to be able to contain this guy. All right, panel three. I'm looking at Waggery Lake, and I'm saying, yeah, this quarterback, he can do it. But Hillstown, they have the defense that matches the offense, and nobody's giving him the chance. I'm going with the upset. Hillstown is going to win this game and pull off Waggery Lake's ranking. All right. Um, and panel four um i'm gonna go with waggery lake just because historically they've been there they've been to area finals before they're hungry to get back and i know hillstown they've been in postseasons and they've been in uh, uh sectional finals before this is another year where hillstown has got to look at themselves and say are we the best team in this tournament are we prepared waggery lake is more prepared they're going to win this game 38 to 7 all right, and you know, guys, I really love Waggery Lake. It's a great place, but I'm going to have to go with the Hillstown Mountaineers because these guys have really shown that they can play football and balance out a regular um, postseason run. They've got eight wins. Waggery Lake's got no losses. Waggery Lake's, they've got to get that type of uh, head buster. All right, so we're going to go with our one non-area conference team. Um, a conference game. 
and then we're gonna get out of here all right this is a huge debate we just had um so who are we going to say well if we're talking about the debate let me get back to that debate east city they've got no chance but you're talking about one of these non-conference area teams um coming out of east city's conference it's the Watam Cougars and the Conyers Panthers, two former national champions meeting up for a sectional title, and they're fresh national champions. They both have won within the past, um, I believe, ten years. Both these teams have won national championships within the past ten years. Um, both of these teams have multiple nominees for Country Football Star Player of the Year, and they both have at least one award winner for both clubs, um, if not both have won. Um, so that's a big game of the week for me. Yeah, I really like how you cut me off there, but I'm going to get you back with a better game, and that's the Land Flat Chiefs and the Fountain Fall Falcons. This game is going to really define the Plains Metropolitan Conference. Can these two teams divide this tournament up and show who's the stronger conference coming in and exiting out of this tournament? And the Land Flat Chiefs, they've been hungry. And they pulled a monumental upset against Rush last week. A lot of people had favored Rush. Landflat came in and did their thing. Now they've got to do the same thing that actually has people rushing stronger than the Bears. And that's the Fountainfall Falcons. And I think Landflat is going to fall flat. Because Fountainfall has that type of talented team. And they're really throwing the football. They're really trying to complete these passes and make themselves known that they can compete against Watam and get themselves back into a national championship. They are last year's national champions, the Fountainfall Falcons are, and they lost the regular season game to this to this Watam Cougars team. It's time for Fountainfall to get back and get these guys down. That's my non-conference game. All right, my non-conference game, same thing with you. I love Fountainfall Falcons quarterback play. He's got 48 passing touchdowns. He's got 2,700 passing yards. He's got what it takes to get his team out of that undefeated slouch, but it's going to take more time for people to look in the air and realize, yeah, there's not one defense that's going to stop these guys. There's not one offense that's better than these guys in Fountainfall Falcons. They lost to Watam. It was very, very close until middle of the fourth quarter, and then it happened. So I'm going to go with Fountainfall versus Landflat, my non-conference area game of the week. All right, yeah, I'm going to have to go with the Watam Cougars um, and the Conyora Panthers game, and I'm going to pick Watam Cougars because these guys have just laid back and seen nothing change as far as who's the best team in this conference, and it's probably been that way for 18, 19 years. And Watam Cougars are not going to have anything change, and that's very shame. And uh, Conyora, yeah, they had that national title run, and yeah, they had that national title run when they entered the tournament at six and three and they won that national championship but watam cougars they won their national championship at an undefeated record they've had so many undefeated teams before they had their national championship kanyador's never been a really regular season respectful team they came in this year at seven and two they're trying to change things there i don't think it's the year that they're going to try and change things and get it right and i think got the watam team all right so we've got um you 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 and you it's my turn now and our non-conference area game of the week um, is all done so 
Thanks a lot. Country Football Star Tournament.